0: Today on the show, Waterdeep stops by to talk what obligations artists have to fans, whether or not bad art exists, their fantastic new double album and how it came to be, and so much more on episode 84 of Who Writes This Stuff. Hello and welcome to Who Writes This Stuff. My name is Nick Flora, uh, coming to you from my house in Nashville, Tennessee, Thank you so much for listening. Uh, You've picked an episode that I'm very proud of. Uh, Don and Lori Chaffer, a lot of you know as Waterdeep. uh, They've been around for years. They've always made really interesting and engaging music. And uh, I'm stoked to finally have them on the podcast. I met them about a year ago, um, I guess, at Escape to the Lake, which is coming up uh, this coming week, if you're listening to this uh, when this drops. So... And uh, had a great time, played Escape to the Lake with them, played a, a show afterwards in Chicago with them, and just kind of, um, you guys, gonna I'm going to admit, I'm smitten with the Chaffers. They're a fantastic uh, couple and just wonderful musicians and artistic people and interesting things to say, uh, as you will hear all of them on this episode. Uh, all the interesting things they have to say, you will hear today, uh, packed in a 90-minute uh, episode of the podcast. Um, but first, you guys... I need to share with you what I learned this week.
1: What I
0: learned this week. what you learn? This week I learned that, uh, the etymology of the word spam, like as in spam, email, spam, junk mail, all that kind of stuff. Uh, I didn't know where it came from and I learned that, uh, it has nothing to do with the, uh, Hormel meat product that, uh, many of our parents and grandparents tried to feed us at some point in our lives. Um, Uh, But the origin has nothing to do with that. It actually, the real origin of the term comes from a 1970 Monty Python's Flying Circus skit. Uh, For those of you unfamiliar, Monty Python's Flying Circus was a television show uh, on the BBC in the 70s before it spawned into all those movies um, and whatnot. But in the skit, all the restaurant's menu items devolve into spam. Uh, so the waitress repeats the word spam, a group of Vikings in the corner saying spam, 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 spam. So I guess in a way it does have to do with the meat. Uh, but basically when the internet was created, uh, an email specifically, uh, whenever you would accidentally or a software program would accidentally post around 200 duplicate messages in a row to like a news group or something like that, uh, they would refer to spam because it was just repeating the same thing over and over again. Something that you, you wouldn't want to be around necessarily uh, or want, wouldn't want in your inbox, you know? So, uh, very quickly, uh, because nerds invented the internet and nerds love money. Python, uh, it's a, essentially your spam folder, which is now used universally is a reference to an old school Monty Python bit, which I think is p- a pretty amazing. And maybe this is a well-known thing and I'm just learning this now, but I happen to find that pretty, uh, fascinating. And that's what I learned this week. What I learned this week. what you learn? So earlier this week, I asked you guys to tweet at me and uh, write on Facebook, what you learned this week. And, uh, I got a few replies uh, my favorite being uh, Chris Stein, which is uh, at Steinomite on on the Twitter, uh, said that he learned that Chris Farley was originally the voice of Shrek and had 80 percent of the dialogue from the movie recorded before he died, which is so sad. And I totally can see that now, um, although it is kind of hard to to hear Shrek's voice and not hear Mike Myers iconic uh, take on it. But, man, I often think about what Chris Farley would be doing now. Um if uh he was still alive you know i like to think that he would he would have become a little bit more of a dramatic actor and really showed us his range but honestly he probably would have just been in grown-ups and grown-ups too um if you want to write to me uh and write into the podcast and let me know what you learned this week uh you can do so by emailing who writes the stuff podcast at gmail.com or tweet at who writes pod or write on the facebook page and i'll read it on this very show uh thank you guys so much for for uh, being a part of the conversation and and teaching me things as well. Um, If you want to go to iTunes and leave iTunes reviews, you know what? This is a really great way for iTunes and other users, other people who might like this podcast, to find out about it. And it's really easy. You just have to go to iTunes, type in Who Writes This Stuff. When the podcast page shows up, you know how to do it. You just uh, go to ratings and reviews, and you can leave leave, leave a star rating, or you can actually write something. You know, it doesn't have to be a nice thing, but uh, preferably... nice thing uh i had one this week from uh garrett godfrey who i've actually been on his podcast before said some really nice words so thank you so much garrett uh and uh everybody go check out his podcast as well and uh yeah let's keep this up and let's get the word spread out this week like i said uh don and Lori chaffer are on the show uh I, i they were nice to have me over to their house and we had a discussion at their dining room table Um, very, a lovely couple, uh, really fantastic, uh, duo of artists and, and separately and together in their own right. And, uh, I was, I was thrilled to be able to have them on Don. If you remember last year at the escape to the lake live episode, um, was, was one of I was on the panel of that. And I immediately was like, I have to talk to this guy one-on-one and, uh, uh, Lori, as well, we got to spend some time together at the camp, and we talked about that a little bit in the episode, but uh, it was just sort of a no-brainer. Some people you meet, and you're like, I have to have this person on the podcast. So, um, Speaking of Escape to the Lake, it is coming up again this year um, in a week or so, and we're going to be doing two live episodes, uh, and the panel of both episodes, two different panels, are really fantastic. I can't wait. I'm not going to tell you who it is just yet, but they will be released uh, this summer, hopefully before the month is over so i'm uh, very excited about that if you are in the wisconsin area and you want to come tweet at me and i will let you know when they are recording and uh you can come and hang out with us uh i think it'll be super fun so okay without further ado let's get into this episode number 84 with the wonderful don and Lori chaffer of Waterdeep. <laughs> No, but I wonder how much of the of the apologizing for not your house not being clean is because of uh, what our parents taught us, mm-hmm. <laughs> as opposed to just what we would already, you know, like it's it's fine. Like we all understand. We all there are these social graces there are these things that we go through. Is this me with the that's yeah? Your that's your candy striper. You on purpose made me want to. It's impossible to look cool and drink from a straw at the same time. So
1: that's right. That's right and to no. drink from a straw that looks a little bit like the candy man can like from that match why isn't it uh,
0: this is, it should just come with a little like portable usb speaker that just kicks out that song. every time you suck on it, it sends or a or section. what's the no that's not it i was gonna that mr sandman song into my head that ding ding uh, ding 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 that's yeah. ding, 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 like this man. i don't know what, at what like one point pop dream. culture decided that that was the song when they do flashbacks to the 50s and movies uh, and tv yeah, shows that's the song that has to play like mm-hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. Because Duke of Earl should have been a contender. Right? <laughs> you know? That's pretty good. I don't know. That's a little urban for I don't know. There's do, a there, do, do. <laughs> there's a little bit yeah. of a connotation there that I don't wanna I don't wanna get into. Okay, uh, I understand that. No, this is a this is a I'm trying to res- never really restrain examined. from jokingly making race, racial comments, but because normally when I hang out with people, it's really fun to play the, the fake racist, but
1: yeah, I'm not right. going to do that. I, I, would, I would wonder how so that works fun. on your podcast. It's so fun.
0: Yeah, you would think. It's weirdly enough, people have a hard time taking jokes when it's just an audio form and they can't see you wink and nudge and make yeah, a yeah, face afterward. Yeah, yeah I get that. And then more so when... People, when it's a subject that people would take very seriously, yeah, I don't yeah, understand, I understand it. That. No, I get that. Something get that. that has affected the human race for for many years. Yeah. Uh,
1: Who writes this stuff? Slash fake racist, <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah, okay, got it. yeah.
0: There's been a few times when yeah, I've said stuff that. Right. You so know, we're, we're what are working gonna on do? a new album on racism
1: in America. <laughs> This is a good segue. <laughs> it is. We've
2: decided right now
0: to start working <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 hash the next... spend the, the next forty five minutes just hashing out what this album would be, mm-hmm. and what two white people from Kansas have that's to say right. about. Wait, are you both from Kansas?
2: No, nah. well Missouri, Missouri.
1: more. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm Kansas. I mean, my dad was in the military, so I was born in Canada. Okay. I moved to Florida, Turkey, Germany. He retired. We moved to St. Charles, Missouri.
0: Yeah, that's so where I was born. Moved to
1: oh yeah yeah really. We've talked about this, maybe.
0: It's, we're probably going to yeah, cross right. some topics we've already discussed, but I don't remember either, so it's okay. And then
1: we lived in St. Charles for seven years while he dealt arms in the Middle East. And then we moved to Olathe, Kansas, outside of Kansas City, which is on the border of Missouri and Kansas. So Oh, okay. And then, and then
2: I grew up in Springfield, Missouri.
1: <laughs> oh, weird. that's right. I knew that.
2: Near Branson. That's what we're known. You have
1: a very...
0: Comparatively, oh. they're, they're a little bit... Uh, the stories are a little bit weighed more in, in on Don's favor with all the places he just listed Definitely. off you're like And oh, yeah. I'm in Springfield. Yeah yeah it's no, near I mean, Branson.
2: It's near Branson. <laughs> we have cattle. That's about all yeah. there is to Yeah but I
1: mean she does some fun So stories. I will say here let me give you a couple brush up tips yeah. for uh, you know in creating intrigue about your past. <laughs> I always I always refer to Lori's dad as a trauma surgeon slash cattle farmer. He is Explain. Wait, is, he, Cal, Cal is it just because right he does both those things? He, does, okay. he I didn't did know. both. He's, he's now 70-plus. Something. 70-something. 70, 70 <laughs> I don't even
2: okay. keep up with he my age.
0: Yeah, at a point, you just have to, you can't do the math anymore. 70-plus. Especially when you have kids, you have to keep up with their ages. He's yeah. almost look, 80. You have, to, you have to, like, brush off <laughs> the parent. Like, I don't know. How, yeah, and doing the math is just... Too much it's, math. It's just too much. Tiring. Yeah, it's
1: exhausting. I thought I would get... No, I'm not going to go there. No, go uh, there. Uh, what the were you problems? saying? I thought about getting tattoo hash marks on my arm with various. <laughs> <House>. <laughs> <laughs> how old I am? Just I'm just ahead. everybody that every, everybody every, that needs to remember. Right? Yeah. Like how old you're your kid? Going. Hang on, one, two, three. There's yeah. Across, okay. And carry yeah. the three. Okay, eleven. Carry the three. <laughs> carry
0: the three. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so you just glossed over that? Your wait, your dad sold weapons in the Middle East. He's he
1: so he was in the Air Force, retired in '79, moved to ironically moved to st charles to sell uh anti-aircraft guns oh okay for emerson electric and he was it was in the era like so it was the early 80s he almost inked a deal with momar Gaddafi before the government said we're not going to sell to him so it was that time when Whoa. people were i don't think he sold to hussein he would have told us i mean you he told he us about oh sure he told us about like he
2: was in the cia and he just well, didn't there, that
1: might have been it that was going to be
0: my next question yeah we might have to redact that. There might just be a giant bleep during this point. Of <laughs> <time>. <laughs> Who,
2: this section of the podcast redacted. Dad.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ian Cron. Ian Cron. So, were you allowed agla- allowed to watch like war games in your house, or was that just like a little? Yeah, bit yeah. He bad.
1: was he was um,
2: unabashedly.
1: He, he was kind of um... military slash alcoholic slash artist with the alcoholic performing the bridge piece. Okay. I mean, he was always a writer and storyteller and you know, partier, right? <laughs> right. He, he, I mean, he wasn't like, court. A, yeah, yeah. He loved stories and, and was a real wordsmith. And so he, he didn't, he wasn't like, uh, it wasn't a restrictive military environment. Okay. You know, and he was always, he was a fighter pilot, you mm-hmm. know, he always was, um, favored quoting the fighter pilots, 23rd Psalm. Yea, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for I'm the meanest son of a bitch in the valley. <laughs> So there's a kind of a swagger, (laughs) right? Yeah, kind of a feel. Yeah,
0: Um, I'm so interested in how that informed your mm -hmm. personality growing up, (laughs) being being raised by somebody like that.
1: I think I, so I was always artistically minded, and I wasn't as a kid aware of his artistic inclinations when he. So Mm -hmm. he got he moved from Emerson Electric to eventually. He had a little spell there. Midlife crisis of pursuing a doctoral degree with... We've all been there. Yeah, with deposed right. uh, leaders of the fascist dictator of Spain, Franco. They had access to the sealed archives of Spain, and he was going to do this big, b- groundbreaking book. But um, So he had a... I decided not just... That old to... gag.
0: He, uh, it's not a great, break ground, but then like, you know, lunch was coming up. Yeah. was yeah. time.
1: Well, actually it was, he, so he, he left like under cover of night sort of a thing. Our family, my mom went, hired a PI to find him. And then Whoa. that's when we, that's how we eventually relocated to Kansas area, Kansas city area. Cause he had been in, at, ironically as well. not Maybe not ironic. I don't know. Isn't it ironic? Like <laughs> rain on your wedding day? Um, is it ironic or unfortunate? It, it's not ironic, for sure, in the, uh, <laughs> in the Alanis <laughs> Morissette member. case. But in, <laughs> in our case, it was... Uh, I ended up getting a degree from UMKC, is what I guess I was... Oh, okay. But he, yeah, you had already mentioned it. So, he rejoined the family at that point, at post-sort of bizarre conversion story. Mm-hmm. Conversion to faith, that is. Uh, as opposed to... Uh, anyway to A normal one? Yeah, like a, or, a, 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 a like metric to <laughs> <laughs> English. Uh... After that day, he started talking all on centimeters. Uh, and then he got a degree. Uh, didn't get a degree. He got uh, hired by Allied slash Bendix slash King, which was a high-frequency radio company that sold for aeronautic radio things or whatever the word would be. And then... I, I, that was a long... No, no. This, the is such point, a, this is an
0: interesting like origin story for, you, for like... A, a guy who's just like—I mean, it makes sense because you're very intelligent, but it's—it's—it's it's, it's just interesting and intellectual. But it's interesting that they're like a just a musician would come out, like a, you know what I mean? Right. Like it seems sure. like you should be—you should have like nine degrees, you know, from different Ivy League schools, and just you know, and be called up in the dark of night to go to afghanistan or something. You know what I mean? Like oh, right, I right, feel right. Like, right. like I should or, or maybe it's the other way military around. Intelligence
1: or Yeah, you know, yeah. Right.
0: And I definitely like if you told me like, well, turn the mic off and I'll tell you what I really do. <laughs> <laughs> I would completely believe yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, But there is a, there is but or it's interesting to me also cuz cuz there's sort of a thing in a running I'm not gag, but there's a running sort of a trend with people I have on this podcast when sort of ask what their parents do. Because I'm interested in the left turn and the, like, well, that's what they did and that's the reality they presented me with. I'm going to do the opposite. It's the mm-hmm. sort of, if you're raised by strict military parents, you become a hippie. But if you're raised by hippies, you become, you know, you can't wait to put a suit on right, and climb right. a ladder. You know, that kind of thing? So I, Yeah, well, so that, I, what I what was going to say is... that
2: quote about um, the first generation is farmers, mm-hmm. then military, and then the military... After that, as artists yeah. or something.
1: And yeah. um, then back to farmer, like military, it, yeah. and then philosophers right. and educators, and then poets. Yeah, and I mean, I
2: do think no. that plays in, because your dad was truly artistic at heart, and probably would have been really, really unfocused if he'd never gone into the military. Right. What are you saying about me? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Thank Go. God for. Um, anyway. <laughs> you didn't uh, finish that sentence. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, so but I but I think that was what his generation was called to do I mean they that's what they all did
0: yeah, yeah.
1: that's true
2: and so it was the time yeah you know
1: you mean called by the government right yeah, by the right. government by or
2: the... their parents or that's what they were expected and <laughs> yeah.
1: you know and if, if it was a divine calling as well. yeah,
0: that's,
2: that, yeah. yeah if
0: it was a different time like it would be interesting to I've talked about this before on the podcast but just how many great minds and philosophers and artists and if they were just given time if they were you know weren't and forced into slavery, or right. you know, or or because they or women get, mathem-
2: mathematicians exa- exactly
0: exactly. Yeah. There's so many. It'd be so interesting to see how many of our problems if we would just get over these little petty. Yeah. But this goes back into your race album, which I'm very excited about. <laughs> But just I, I'm fascinated where people come from, and especially artistic people, and like if it's something that was encouraged, or if it's something that you did like out of spite, sort of like you know, it's either it's either encouraged or it's a rebellion.
1: Usually. I
2: don't. I think there's a middle ground too. That's neither. Because yeah. I I wasn't rebellious. I just couldn't help it. Like mm. I come from a family of doctors and accountants, and so. Um, both my parents were in the medical field, and then my brothers are both finance slash accountants. Really? And so
0: do any of them have like artistic bones in their body? Not at all. Nope. Not a bone are in you their serious? body. Serious? Yeah. So
2: I was just an oddball. You're an anomaly. Yeah, but I, but I, but it wasn't. I wasn't trying to piss anybody off. I mm. think I just. It, I couldn't help myself I yeah. mean it's just what I did yeah and but you so, might
1: have been trying to piss people off a little bit you were wearing them combat boots well I and went through that phase yeah. but I
2: mean yeah. in college <laughs> in college I you know I what I was trying to be normal <laughs> mm-hmm. you know I did the track team I and then I just couldn't do it I just mm-hmm. was like yeah. this isn't working for me and I found music and it was like what and form? I tried not to do it I tried not oh, really? to do music um, and... It dragged you back in. It dragged
0: me back in. Well, when what form? And was it like a worship team? Well, like was last it like week, a... I think the
1: form was. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I grew up playing piano. I took okay. piano lessons. And and I grew up singing to myself. I mean, we grew up on a farm, so mm-hmm. I could just go wander around and sing wherever. But I never sang publicly until high school. Well, okay. no, until my... It was like our... Um, Senior... Senior, like, Memories Assembly. I sang background vocals with oh, okay. one of my best friends. Um, so just then, barely high school. Uh, yeah, barely high school. And uh, and I, well, I guess the first time I ever performed a song that I wrote was
1: when I met you. At the oh, you guys. Eagles In Mall college. or something. Yeah, We weren't, I, I mean, I just watched. It. I wasn't involved. Yeah, you And I was, and this, I sounded
2: like this. I was so nervous. Oh, because you were shaking? Oh, and yeah. she was hitting herself on the bench. Yeah, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, what why? a weird it's method. What a weird scared. method.
1: I was just taught that you go, yeah. <laughs> I just it uh,
2: to get vibrato. Your, your, your vocal
0: coach was an aborigine. You're okay. <laughs> just like, just this weird sort of... <laughs> You know all those are abori- all those aborigines yeah. that are near Branson. Yeah, right. <laughs> in vocal coaching. Channeling. <laughs> totally.
1: Kind of a little community. Those the hillbilly Aboriginal <laughs> yeah. vocal coaches in Branson. That's <laughs> you're lazy, there's, you're there's a small
0: amount. I mean I saw what what's that movie? Winter's Bone, is that what it's called? I never I saw that. There. I heard good things about yeah, it. Yeah, it's great, but it takes place up there. I'm from Arkansas, so I'm we're neighbors oh, you are sort of Yeah. Here. so uh southwest corner, of Arkadelphia is the oh, town. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. I, I played Philadelphia
1: at the time, or eight.
0: Did you really at the college? Probably. Yeah, yeah there's. You? Yeah, that's my parent. Both my parents taught there. Really? So, hey, did I see you guys there? You might have.
2: Yeah, we were there
0: all, who all the time. Did you? Who, we were in we Waterdeep. Are you? That's you? <laughs> that's us. Yeah. Oh, I was here to talk to you about your military Watermark. expertise. uh <laughs> so,
2: yes, Watermark.
0: Watermark. Yes, that it probably didn't get confusing at all. mm-hmm um, wait, so who did you tour with back then when you played at OBU? Do you remember? We were mostly even? just ourselves. Did you just play yourself. Okay. Ourselves. Okay. But so it went
1: in like '99 through 2002. Oh, okay. I don't know okay. years. I think I
0: do vaguely remember you that were, you were. I, I was going through my very rebellious uh, youth group Christian pop punk phase. Oh, okay. Where I was playing bass in a pop punk band uh, instead of going to college. Which I felt was very rebellious, but we just played youth groups. So yeah. I basically like went from <laughs> graduating youth group to playing youth groups for four years. Yeah. And just feeling like the coolest. Like, you know yeah. you know how everybody loves the cool guy who comes back to the youth group and won't yeah, stop hanging out so with funny. them? And how that's the coolest guy you know? Like Matthew McConaughey. Exactly. <laughs> Alright. That's exactly what it is. Wait, there yeah. were two more, I think, after that. How did that where did your sort of musical was it rebellion or was it just sort of like Laurie, where it would just sort of I, it happened naturally. You couldn't escape
1: it. I just couldn't help it. I wanted to sing and dance. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did you do a lot of like
0: punch dancing in the woods? Uh, I did.
1: <laughs> um, what what's punch dancing in the woods relevant uh, of? Because I I was maybe more stick. To
0: I it. think footloose. I think that's the sort oh, of. Oh, I he, see. He I just see. has to dance, so he goes to the woods to like. Yes. I've never sure pun- I, oh, Well, that's, that's essentially attention. what he's doing in that in that yeah. montage where he's doing all these dance moves. He's punching I think a lot. What you're saying yeah. yeah. I, I think I. That's what you're saying.
1: <laughs> Um, I did do a lot of uh, physical release of aggression okay. when I was in high school. I was an angry child. Were you in Taekwondo? A no. <laughs> the I did do a keto for six months. Made it from white belt to white belt.
2: There you go. Um, <laughs> and the, moving I mean, on up.
1: Yeah. I can definitely, because
0: there are some pictures of you. Uh, from when you were younger where you definitely looked like you owned a sword. An elven prince. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The, I did not the own a sword. From Lord of the Rings. And the fact that yeah. you're yeah, <laughs> the fact that your band is named after uh, something from Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, see now this, this is, is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's clear the record here. Is, it not, is it not? not
1: officially but maybe it's not on purpose. Okay. I did play Dungeons and Dragons as a child. I was successful in the last year in convincing <laughs> our family as well as three others to participate in an adult... Dungeons and Dragons uh-huh. re- uh,
2: engagement
1: submersion okay uh, so I'm friendly with the dungeon and the dragon <laughs> but I Both was not conscious at the time I wrote a song called uh, that I called Dark. "Water Deep" that had neither the word water nor deep in it but I thought it was really artistic and then our- <laughs> just, just from the fact that it, you so don't I'm mention it right <laughs> it's very deep uh, water, thank you water w- waterful yep. Yeah, it was very, wet, very wet and deep. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna let that slide. Keep going. Yeah, Um our drummer came up with it. What if you call it water deep? Before that, I oh, had come okay. up with the very clever name foot candle. And before that, I was on a real roll with our previous band which was Whale Belly Exit. I would not have too. married you. <laughs> Whale <laughs> Belly Exit. was the band. Whale Belly had those names. Yeah, there there was like a series. Like
0: I don't know <laughs> when the time period this was, but when Christian music sort of became. A little bit more, um, a little bit more band-oriented and grassroots than Sandy Patty, I guess. Yeah. Where there was like, what's the most clever biblical reference? The we, biblical reference without it being, yeah. Like if you don't know the Bible, maybe we can like win you right, over, right? Right. So you know, you know, so, you know whole,
1: foot candle is the is the unit of measurement for luminosity, as we all know. Right. And so that's how my aims tended was toward obscure.
2: Scientific. Yeah,
1: scientific so or intellectual, you know. So you instead
0: of A to B, you would go like A to F with like your references as y- far. Yes, what definitely. Is, so is foot candle is that a is that a biblical reference that I? No, that I'm, okay. but it's it's
1: vaguely tied to luminosity. Yeah, I don't. And so that the, would be the you know light the guy. intensity oh, yeah, yeah. of light, and I thought okay. uh, you know light. Oh, a, oh yeah. <laughs> Oh light! Now I got gotcha. you. Let there be. You're yes, about that as kind of light?
0: in uh, hide it under a bushel. Yeah, yeah. No. no. Yes, exactly.
1: Those sorts of things. Yeah. So as I say, very obtuse. Right. Um. So somehow, Waterdeep, which was just as obtuse, uh, wound up being the band name. But it. But slightly but it wasn't more for...
2: pleasant than. It
1: is more pleasant. It wasn't for years that I realized that Waterdeep was a. A D&D thing. Mm-hmm. And then when I when I realized it, I was like, oh, you know what? I might have participated so in consciously... some campaigns in, in the Forgotten Realms <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> My little chaotic evil we've actually, half-elf.
2: We've actually talked about doing a video of us playing the Lords game of Waterdeep. Lords of Waterdeep while there was our music playing That's amazing. in the background. So we could call it That's... Waterdeep Plays Waterdeep
0: Playing already. That is oh. just the amount of meta that your fans would just like mm-hmm. their heads would explode.
1: I used to draw all the time back when I was in high school. Thick yellow pencils with soft lead smear real easy. After page, I was lonely. But senior year, I met a girl, and she made me feel better here. But a girl was a girl.
2: Ten percent of the ideas yeah. that John has, I absolutely
0: so. Do. I have so many ideas that if I had Taylor Swift money, I would. It would be amazing because you know, you like, because if you, had, maybe not even that much, but I always think <laughs> you could. There's so many things that I think like, oh, this would be amazing, mm-hmm. if you know, I could essentially, you know, source it to somebody else that is good at getting ideas done Mm. (laughs) I'm good at like coming up with ideas but then uh, being bored five hours into them and being like well I don't know a word of advice on this point yes
1: just on the event event I wasn't asking but I want to know no uh, both on ask for and it's only in the event that you come into Taylor Swift like money yes they're not all good. It took me a long time to realize not all my ideas were good. Mm. Um, True um, my understand. wife learned if she stayed very still, some of them would blow over. <laughs> and if she fought water. me on them, Mine oh like Lord, I, I might dig my heels in and think, yeah. this must be genius. It's already received opposition.
0: <laughs> well, if, if you talk it out long enough, which a lot of people, especially artistic people, will just talk out the idea, you will eventually come back around to where you are you are playing devil's advocate and you're just saying well like well here are all the reasons why it won't work here are the, all the obstacles and really yeah. sometimes all you need is half of an obstacle to be like well i don't want to do that forget it yeah i don't want to do that yeah. but there are, i think i think it's interesting like most of the musicians i talk to their ideas come in the form of like documentaries or like other forms of artistic expression yeah. like it would be cool if we could like find a painter who would paint like like, one original p- painting, you know, for each one of my songs, and I sell right. them and sh- I'm like, you know how long in t- and, and a lot of this now is coming into light because of Kickstarter campaigns. Yeah. <laughs> People yeah. are reason- realizing really quick how much things cost, and art- artists mainly, like, and, and how much effort it's going to take to get, you know, that person, that one of 50, you know, Original painting by their aunt who has 17 right. days to
1: live because she's on. You know, it's just like the, like wow, that's a really heavy duty Kickstarter. <laughs> you know what I mean? My, it's like, my terminally ill aunt. I have, well, it's like you know,
0: it's I have this I have this favorite painting that's in my house and my aunt painted it in 1973. She's she's on her deathbed. If we can get her to paint 73 more of them, <laughs> <laughs> there's this, like okay, well, let's back that's up. Realistic, yeah, I mean, it's right?
1: very realistic. Yeah, I I um I. I think that maybe both of I don't mean to speak for Lori, but both of us feel that that particular example of a Kickstarter reward tier might be a <laughs> little manufactured. But I do take your <laughs> point about the larger... hyperbole is yeah, definitely... Oh, I'm saying that engagement. it's
2: not... It's realistic on her part being sarcastic. Oh, yeah.
1: Yes. I
0: mean, because yes.
2: everybody's very realistic when they do a Kickstarter. Yeah. Reward.
1: Absolutely. Lori's yeah. using what a thing we in the Jaffer family call searing sarcasm. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> How many
0: I'm curious how many times you've said I don't mean to speak for Lori in your
1: life. Uh, <laughs> I guess a lot. Do I do that a
2: lot? Are we uh, Penn pen and teller
1: sort of? Yeah, right. I do we I, this reminds me. I did
2: not mean that in a bad way. <laughs> no, no, it's I mean, great. I don't mind because you know yeah. I don't know Lori, you
0: talk way more than than who is it that doesn't talk?
1: Teller? Yeah. It's Gillette Penn and not at all. He doesn't Gillette. Penn yeah, that's what it is. Seriously? Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it is. It's Pendulette. So it's one first name, one last name? Surely the other guy's name is not Teller. Yeah, you're right. No, I don't know. Teller (laughs) (laughs) McMurtry.
2: We can look it up, but we can
0: do. No, no. This is this is a a this is a Google free zone on the podcast. I don't want Uh, any. I. It's much more fun to just pontificate of what potentially Teller's last name. Or first name would be... Yeah, I think uh, it's Teller McMurtry. Let's stick with that. <laughs> Let's go with that. Please somebody update their Wikipedia uh, to Taylor McMurtry. And then let us know w- the
1: day that we can see it. <laughs> How co- <laughs> Which it will almost be Im- immediately. Speaking of which, Lori can tell a story about a one-day uh, Wikipedia update when Steve Jobs died.
2: Oh, yeah. For some reason, what is I that? was looking up when Steve Jobs died. Um, Steve Wozniak. I was looking something up.
1: His Wikipedia page. His
2: Wikipedia page. Wait,
1: Steve Jobs or Steve Wozniak? No,
2: I looked... When Steve Jobs died, that very day, or right after I heard about it, I looked up Steve Wozniak, mm-hmm. I think, because maybe one of the kids asked... No, I don't know. It was probably anyway, a news... Uh, yeah, and right. so... But at the bottom of one of the sections, it said... What did it say? It was like...
1: You have it." You screenshotted it. <laughs> and it I says did. something like... It's like because sat, Steve
2: Wozniak sat next to his be- best friend and watched him die...
1: Without lending, lifting a lifting finger it. to help, or I mean, it was, and it was just. just and
2: then I took a screenshot because I thought
1: it'll disappear.
2: And <laughs> I went back like five minutes later; it's gone. Yeah. So
1: that happens all the
0: time, where people Somebody stuff we bad. never see. If you just you just <laughs> have to happen to be there, it's just Eagle no. But the idea I was thinking about Wikipedia on the way here, and had nothing to do with the fact <laughs> that I looked up yours. Uh, but uh, <clears throat> it is always interesting to see because there's always one thing on the Wikipedia page that I'm like. I have to ask this person yeah. about this, but there's not really anything on, on yours. I wanted it's to play really a game insane. called Wikipedia Fact and Fiction on the podcast, but there's I don't have enough people on the podcast that have <laughs> Wikipedia pages. Or, or usually it's like, yeah, they had a song on Pretty Little Liars, and I'm like, is this true? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, it is. Um, Ours was not. It was on a show, a little known web One Tree Hill, called, right? No, Pretty Little Truth Tellers. Oh, yeah, that
0: was a good one. They very quickly were like, nobody wants Sorry. to hear people talking. I got partway
1: through that joke and thought I should cut bait. and There's no way back. You know what? And that's why. That's why
0: I think that's why you've made it this far <laughs> in <laughs> in your careers. You have because you just went for it. Okay. There's I, I'm feeling. reminded of uh, you. He always swings for it. You not wanting to speak for Lori reminds me of when we were at Escape to the Lake last year, and and Laurie was on a panel that I, that I don't know what I was doing on it. I guess I was hosting it. I don't really remember. <laughs> it's right. all a blur. This. I know where it, you're going but there was a point where don wasn't on stage and then don was on stage uh-huh. for the for the for the rest of it but it, it, i think it mainly is cuz you were in the audience and you were speaking and we were just like just get it. i don't remember what happened i just remember you darted through the audience and just yeah. leapt on stage and grabbed mm-hmm. the mic and then
1: and dropped it, I think. I yeah. feel. I feel like if I, what I remember was saying, D. Chaffer, 2015, out. Baba, booey, baba like, booey, Yeah, something then, like that. Something
0: like that. <laughs> you had soy bomb written on your chest. Diddy he just... done did it again. <laughs> Diddy done did it again. Yeah. Uh, no, but I, I just, and I was like, I think it's before I really knew you guys, and I was just like, well, this is so perfect. I feel like I understood not only your dynamic, but just, but so much about you as people when I stormed be, the stage that I needed to know <laughs> yeah no I loved it I thought it was fantastic
2: how he rolls
0: because Eric Peters was on that panel and he he wasn't giving us anything I mean we just <laughs> we just don't even. have anything no speaking of, I mean, you know have thought of today that I haven't thought of in ages because I haven't seen you guys in a while but we did spend like an inordinate amount of time we essentially went to camp together last mm-hmm. 4th of July yeah that was fun it was, it was awesome, and they and. I remember after, we went to. Do you remember this, Don? After Buffalo, we went to Buffalo Wild Wings after a show mm-hmm.
1: at the end of camp, or some. Maybe work. that's
0: what it was. Oh no, was
1: that the? Yeah, the show after camp. Was yeah. it the
0: show after the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was burlap and us and some guy named Jason Gray. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, but, but I remember being there with you and and a few of the under the radar people, and and Eric Peters and Dave from Under the Radar were sitting next to each other. On the same side of the table, <laughs> you remember this? Wearing the same white button-up shirt, just like that you would get, like the if we were like a Cracker Barrel server, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, Interesting. and and Interesting. they were closing down. Buffalo Wild Wings was closing down, and the guy came over and, he, and the waiter, and he asked if if they had just got off work <laughs> at, at the Italian restaurant next door <laughs> and it made and at first I, like everybody was so confused and then like just laughter erupted because they both if you look at them, they both were just like you know you couldn't see from the waist down you could just see that they're
1: both wearing collared. the same white white shirt. shirt they, yeah. they
0: looked yeah. like bus boys like That's it was hilarious. it was
1: um, oh that was amazing um I was probably envying the white shirt thinking man I should wear a button up <laughs> I why don't you ever do wear wrong, t-shirts then. it was probably like that Do you have that kind of thought? I don't, know. You... I don't. I don't know. I know. I, I really think about don't that actually. stuff.
0: Was
2: was he really. Does. <laughs> I have
1: fashion. almost no fashion sense. He doesn't I mean, care. Yeah, I like comfort and um, predict. Yeah, I don't necessarily need predictability.
2: You just really don't care about cool. Which I don't either. No. So it
1: kind
0: of works out. Yeah, that's... Both... both. All right, is, is, that a, is that a lifestyle thing, or is that just like, a, as you get older, you just sort of... I feel like once yeah. I had 29, I just stopped caring. No, I, just I don't, don't think you ever cared. I,
1: I think it was
0: a, it's a... I, I'm a uniform guy now. I just have like... I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> I found my hat and my glasses yeah. and like t-shirts. That's going to yeah. be the thing that I'm going to do, because I just don't have... It just takes so much effort.
2: Well, and I grew up with a dad who always was kind of against the status quo. Like, yeah. he, we grew mm-hmm. up... He's a doctor, but he was very against country clubs or yeah. looking like a doctor. So I think because I grew up that way, it's like I don't, I don't really go for things that look. I don't know. I don't buy fancy coffee or fancy chocolate. I just like once in a
1: while people. we buy fancy bo- yeah. both. But well, yeah,
2: but, but I, it doesn't but that really doesn't, do it for him. That me. doesn't really have
0: much to do with like <laughs> your sort of like the perception cuz I, I feel like of like on stage persona and all that it well, feeds into it cuz i mean you guys don't really play live anymore no.
2: right?
0: Really, right you don't tour so I wonder how much we of that... We
2: have one show coming up.
1: Um,
0: Congratulations.
1: Yeah, Audio Feed Festival.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. The new... Isn't July that supposed to be second. like
0: Cornerstone? Like the new... Whatever. I okay. <laughs> I won't ask you any more questions about it. Like, that's all we know. It's um, We're going to. Please don't ask it a follow-up. shallow will. Yeah. That's sort of like asking me about my faith when I was 13. Mm. <laughs> you mm, would ask no, one thing. There. You know what I mean? Like, it's just sort of, please don't ask me a follow-up question. I only know what I can regurgitate <laughs> from, right. from Sunday school. Uh, but no, but there, it is interesting how much... I wonder how much if I just stopped playing on stage. Cause I feel like a lot of why I'm like, well, I probably need to go for a jog this afternoon. I probably don't have mm-hmm. to be such like, you know, a fat piece of crap or like, you know, there's like, or, or dress somewhat, sure. somewhat where people aren't distracted by your physical presence, mm-hmm. you know, like, well, he really needs to get it together. That whole sort of like, cause that's the, inter- or and you guys don't have that anymore. So I wonder how much of that sort of cool factor is, is because like, for oh, me, right, I'm right, saying. Right, for right. I'm not. I pre- I'm probably projecting. But for me, I'm like I don't want to get on stage, and and have anything distracting from the, you know the music essentially. I, I I didn't think about that either. Okay, I, I just
1: no. I mean, I think
2: I do a little st- tiny bit more.
1: Yeah, probably. But you don't. I mean, so for me, it was like <laughs> the enneagram. Are you familiar with the enneagram? Yeah. The so I'm a four, which is the desire to be unique. But we thought for a while that Laurie was a four as well. <laughs>
0: I'm um, not a four. But
1: she's not a four, and which made so much sense because we would argue, and I would be like, "I do not understand how, how you, you think. How could you possibly be the same as me and think the way you do?" And, and <laughs> then it turned out she wasn't, and she was like, "Is that? Are you bummed out about that?" I was like, "Heck no! Now I'm the only four in the family." So, uh, <laughs> which, which feeds into yeah, the feels, yeah. Yeah, "I'm unique." That's beautiful. Which actually, so, you're not the only four in the family. No,
2: no, we we get back to
1: that. That's uh, I think one of the one or both of the kids, maybe. Oh, God but God, at no, any way. rate. Um, but I was—I've always been driven by that thing. So the the idea of being cool was very secondary to being unique, mm-hmm. yeah. Which is has its own pitfalls, like narcissism. Right. But I—I I think uh, I don't know.
0: That I mean, makes sense because you told last time you were on, on the podcast we did a live one uh, from Escape to the Lake, which was one of my favorite <laughs> moments just just ever, um, just in life. No, but you told you told like multiple stories about being in high school and you were like a nerd, but you were you were, like, a confident nerd. Oh, which yeah. Which is, oh, yeah. I remember he those people... struggled and, with confidence. And I remember, because I was a nerd, but I was, like, a really shy one. And I, I was so scared that people would see my my nerdity. And, you know, and, and I would never, you know, I would secretly go to Star Trek conventions and be terrified, you know, that anybody would find out that I was there kind of thing. But then there are those people... Uh, have you ever seen the show Freaks and Geeks? Oh. Mm-hmm. The, the, there's Harris, the who's the geek, who's, who's sort of a, an insula, insular character, but he is so confident he has girlfriends and he's just like, he, there's something very attractive mm-hmm. about him even though he is like physically the nerdiest one there. but And, and I was like, I remember those guys and I remember right. being so jealous because they just seemed to be like, whatever. Like, they just sort of, you know, were, they were a little more confused on why everybody else didn't get it. Like, mm-hmm. why don't they get how
1: awesome I am? Yeah. Like, I don't like... know I was, I, I think I was like, I think for me there was always sort of an existential underpinning which was that it wasn't so much about why don't they get how awesome I am, but <laughs> we're all the same, you know. Yeah, it was some sort of like Stevie Wonder theology or something. <laughs> wait, uh, wait, Stevie I Wonder. Well, I was really into songs in the key of life. Okay, there you go. I'm just saying he had a. You have a,
2: always been into yeah, how the, we're all the like, same, and I'm. Good morning, or like,
1: evening, friends. That thing. You know? Okay. Yeah. Loves the needle to love today. That's right our so little reference. I'm too. not as familiar songs with. It. Yeah, that's I guess the I don't opening track song. from Songs in Deal Life, which is the one with Sir Duke and. Oh yeah, uh, I know that one. And the Coolio song, Pastime Paradise. Is what called on. <laughs> cool. oh, yeah, oh yeah, I'm familiar. I'm familiar, yeah. I'm familiar with. So yeah,
0: I know those songs because I've been to weddings.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and, and I've heard is on there, which is I think a more of a. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. At any rate, now it is won't. it is a uh, a pretty remarkable. Um, now I'm going to start picking up a thumbnail because I realize there's this. Whatever you need to do. To the five part unique. of
2: me needs us all to bring it so back. Let's bring to it
1: back. Somewhere. That's good. That's good. I don't. <laughs> oh, really so you're five. It. I'm a thinker. Okay.
2: And so I need some structure to this conversation. Well, about. I
0: want to know. Well, that's not what this podcast is. So yeah, good luck. I'm sorry. People don't want to hear that. You've done interviews before. This is not what that <laughs> they is. They don't want to know. Yeah. In this, in this, in this new record, uh, if you want to bring it back to some kind of provo- promotional sure. standpoint, oh there no, you go, yeah, mostly because it's awesome. It's okay. it's so Thanks. good, and um, and this is such a base interviewee question, but I genuinely was wondering it. But so I feel like for most of this record, which is like what twenty three songs, mm-hmm. there's a lot of songs. Uh, a lot of songs. Okay, so
1: one's hers and one's mine. So there's the first. Okay, that's what I wondered about. No, first eleven is hers and first last twelve are mine. Okay, well I'm just
0: still informed. That would organize it. No, that's right. I
1: I guess I kind of punked you there, didn't I? You did. Oh, Oh. Oh. well you
2: know what? You downloaded, I bet, and it might. have I didn't. It's all in
1: one when you do that. so no, no no
2: shame,
1: man. Well I want <laughs> Thanks, yeah, dude. No, no, I
0: want no but I... that's a my sub-question. That's what I was gonna ask because I... I wondered if there was a division there because there is a bunch in a row of you and then a bunch of a row of you. Yeah. So <laughs> I, like, I was you like, do you guys could have mixed this up I and it would have been yeah. a little bit <laughs> 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 I know it's too late because it already came out, but if <laughs> you for, like the... About... <laughs> <laughs> for, for the platinum diamond edition? Is there a yeah. Way, yeah. way we can like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, whenever that's Jay-Z remixes right. a bunch of it, can we just like go in and this is the problem of digital music versus oh, no. like you don't get. No, I hate that. I really do. It bothers me. And
2: mm-hmm. I wonder
0: if I mean I'm sure there's some nerdy uh, you know hipster kid of, of this millennial generation who gets annoyed by that too. But I feel like mostly it's just us because we came up, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. where you would buy you would mm-hmm. buy each separately or you would buy you know you, you could that question would be answered by the format exactly. Yes. Thank you. I'm here
2: to help.
0: Yeah. Well. So yeah. We, so it was.
2: We ended up. I mean, so we were originally going to do two separate albums. Um, Solo albums. Yeah. And then I think just over time we realized, let's, you know, just make it a double album. Yeah, why not? We do haven't that? done a Waterdeep album in a long, you know, three oh, okay. years. And we had enough material. I think both of us wanted to be able to do our, just kind of do our thing yeah. to some degree. You know, let each other have a little more space to mm-hmm. do mm-hmm. what we wanted to do. And you got to put tons of layers, and
1: without me mm-hmm.
0: being like, "What is happening?" Okay, so the, was there was there like, <clears throat> for lack
1: of a better word, meddling on each other's part? Yeah, yeah. Far there like, was meddling, but I think it was a different dynamic than normal, where it's we argued for different reasons this time. <laughs> uh, so as opposed to feeling like I don't want that on quote unquote my record, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Right, like where it's like. But there was not that sense of propriety. It wasn't like yeah. drawing
0: a line down the like the car seat in the back in the you know yeah, yeah. In the back seat. It'd be like you stay over there. Don't cross the line. I'm not saying line.
1: that. I mean, I'm sure we have said I don't want that on my record, but I, <laughs> I, 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 there's usually a respect for each other's songs anyway. I mean, right. it's like if it's your song, it's your it's your call ultimately. But I do feel like, but we do have larger discussions too about mm-hmm. what's what what we're going for and stuff like that.
2: Especially because, well, it happens more on my side where I. I lean on you more than you probably lean on me sure. because you're, well, you're producer, recording right, and producing. Right, right. Okay. <clears throat> so there's that dynamic as well.
0: Yes. After you've made this many records, is there a, a sense that either... Because I already have this and I I only have three <laughs> records. I'm like, do I have anything else to say? Is there sort of this... Or, or are you more in tune with... Uh, with life and things now that you're not on the road because when you're for me it was like all i ever do is this and promote myself and go on the road and like so i'm like what do i what am i like even thinking about that i could even write about that isn't like man indiana's boring when you have to drive through it or you know what i mean like that isn't like like i've said before on this podcast like you don't like eventually you're just writing songs about writing songs like you know Mm -hmm. so is there is there a point of sort of like do You wait until you have ideas to to write out, or you just sort of think like we need to make a make a record. Let's sit down and think about what we want to write about.
2: I don't. I usually just write when I feel like writing. Um, I don't. I don't think I've ever had to just write for an album. Mm. Usually, I'm writing, I mean, except the, the for the two, Squint, Yeah.
1: Oh,
0: well, I guess when you have yeah when you have a boss <clears throat> man. Be like, well, that hey, was we partly
2: to... too because I don't normally write worship songs. So for for that. Yeah,
0: for, yeah I, that one I had. What, and it was it Inner the Worship Circle? Is that the one? No, I didn't know any songs on that one. Um,
1: yeah, you had one hidden had, track. Yeah. <laughs> <She's>, <laughs> so I really didn't work She's on not that. bitter.
2: No, no, no. I'm just saying, I, didn't, I mean, I definitely didn't make an effort <laughs> Yeah, to write more yeah, yeah, songs, yeah. yeah. songs on
1: that one. We but have on one, Everyone's Beautiful. Or no. I mean, You Are So good uh, to, to are Me. So good which to was me. the second, was a worship album. Yeah. Oh, so okay. that
2: one I did, I remember because uh, I didn't have the backlog of stuff. Yeah. But I have a lot of backlog.
1: For the most part, you don't do it. and yeah. We don't. I have to talk about that record if we don't want to. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> maybe, we maybe we want maybe to. we do. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know. It's, yeah.
2: You look tired suddenly. <laughs> <You laughs> no, so, yeah, I just kind of write when I write. And then, honestly, I feel like I have more things to write about than I used to, because it used to be so, in my mind, I used to be more limited, like, in what I understood songwriting was Mm. um it it used to be all first person or what was i feeling yeah what was i thinking and now i feel like there's a huge uh amount of things that you can sing about yeah you know that i never thought about so
1: that is interesting.
2: I feel like it's more enjoyable than it ever used I to
0: be. D- I definitely did that where I wrote <clears throat> like two records that were basically just me, me, me and how the things that I feel. And then I was like, I'm so <clears throat> over myself. And you get to a point where you're just sort of, I want to, like, what have I just wrote from a bunch of characters' points of view to try to understand <laughs> people or whatever it is. Just be yeah. like, like, this doesn't have to have any sort of personal affiliation except for that it came from my brain. Right, you know, essentially, right. there's there's a lot of different ways that people people write. I mean, I'm sure that you know John Lennon didn't do all the things that he said I in his songs. Before, you know, <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> or Randy he wasn't Newman. actually I, the Walrus.
1: He wasn't. <laughs> I, I, I use
0: Randy Newman as, a, as an example all the time because I was like that guy didn't that guy isn't ever like I don't know who that guy is. Like none of us yeah. know who Randy Newman is because he constantly writes and you know in other people's voices even though he says I and me. Because he puts himself first person, you know, so yeah. many times. So right. I feel like that was a huge, that's sort of what you're saying, I feel like. But for, yeah. I, I relate to that because that's, I was like, oh, you can do that? And that's what's, you know, amazing about. Because I feel like when you're introduced to songwriting, especially when you, or when you first start writing in general, it's, it's all like, what do you have to say? And what, what do you feel mm-hmm. right now? And, you know, who broke up with you? Whatever, right. whatever, <laughs> right. whatever it is. It's true. And then, true. you know, you get over yourself at some point. Totally.
2: And you start to want to write songs for other things in life. Like, I find myself wanting to write a birthday song or a funeral song. Or, mm-hmm. I mean, just because you have these moments where you're like, I wish there was a song for that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So I mean, not that there aren't songs for that. There's, 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 songs for there's that. literally a, a but, song called Happy Birthday. I don't know if you've heard it. I don't know if you it's, know about it.
0: Uh, you
1: can't Google that. Mm-hmm. No, you can't.
0: We have we had people ask questions uh, on the internet. Oh, I, I, see. I always forget
1: to go to that. You picked up your phone when you said happy birthday. I thought you were going to play it for yeah, us. Yeah, have you guys heard
0: this? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's No. Um, one guy asked a, a question that is... that I'm not going to ask because I don't think it's important. Okay. Um, wow. And not... not It's it's just... It seems like it's meddling into... into uh, it feels like it's trying to get a response, but... And, and oh, like, I'm really curious. I think I, I know which one know it is. You know what i I read them. It, it's essentially it's, asking what... Like, fans called you out for something. Oh and yeah, remember not being when they like, used to play instruments? Yeah? And, and, and yeah.
2: Oh, that doesn't bother me. People can say well, play
0: instruments. Well, yeah, yeah. Some, somebody right. had written on your Facebook, apparently, like, Remember When Water You Played Instruments? Which was supposed to be a dig on you, which is just annoying, and I feel like now we're addressing it. But it doesn't need to. I was like, that's just stupid. No, but I'm curious. It's just what a little this?
2: priggish. But that's, a, I mean, you know. What
0: it, I guess it's I valid. It, I I, I want to ask it. think
1: a, we're Church of Christ and do... No, no,
2: no, no, no. no. <laughs> Here's what I think they mean. <laughs> okay. I think what they're saying is our stuff sounds way more manufactured-ish. We have more loops. We have more... Right. Sounds. Oh, I see, I see. And so I think they are hearkening back to the days when we were a jam band. In, right. And
1: so right. Like smoked a lot of pot. Wow, interesting. I they, I think but, but I I would like
0: I would like to posture a bigger question on top of that question, which is what obligation do artists what obligation do artists have to fans? if any like, do you do you think that factor's into it at all or do you think that when you start factoring in what people want to hear it immediately dilutes the no, art? That's
1: a tough question. That's
2: a tough question.
1: Cuz I mean we're making it for people. Go ahead. I don't know. It's so interesting. We can answer separately and see if we you know, great. Really Come on, five.
2: We have something... No. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's a part of me that thinks we have a little bit of an obligation, just as human beings, to be nice human beings. Sure. So, in as much as we can just be nice human beings... To but I mean, nice. mostly
0: through your music. Like, sure, don't be a jerk after But shows. I don't
2: feel like we are obligated to make whatever kind of record other people want us to make. I don't think we're obligated to answer everything people say um, if we want to be nice and yeah. friendly.
1: But I think he's talking more about writing, not about not about response. Like if
0: they're like, make another oh, yeah, record like this. Like how much are, are you like? Well, I think we need to because <laughs> that's what everybody wants to do. Or, no, no. I just, you guys missed the not facial expression Or <laughs> Lori goes. Oh, that's the question. <laughs> no, no. We have no, no not. obligation. <laughs> I wondered. I wanted a little bit more of a, like a uh, yeah.
2: I tend to be. I mean, I don't know, I'll be curious your answer, but I kind of feel like art has always been that way, in my opinion, where people just kind of do what they do. I mean, if you, you have no obligation, but if you want to make more money, you'll do certain things. And so, it's not like you're required to, but you can choose to do that. Yeah. You can make more popular, quote unquote, But sometimes you'll do something, things. you'll go against that, <laughs> you'll take a hard
0: left turn and do a record, you know, if you're a weird you know, gutter punk band and you'll do like a pop record and it'll become huge and then that's what you have to be for your whole career. Which is hard. I'm not talking about Sugar Ray at all because that Mm. was the band Sugar Ray (laughs) from the (laughs) 90s. A lot of people have had that. Yeah, yeah.
2: You go. Um,
1: I don't think art prescribes any particular mode of behavior or action. I don't think anybody... It's, it's an individual course, so you can take those things into consideration and you cannot take those things into right. consideration. There's not a moral code to it other than the internal moral code that you have with regard to your art. I think it's a big mistake for people to be like, this is how artists should be. Yeah. Because I really think that the, the whole idea of art is it's a cultural conversation, right? About who we are as people. And so if we can't answer it differently, then we have no breadth of human diversity or tolerance, I guess maybe you would say, or compassion even. Brian Eno one time said that all culture is rehearsal of empathy. So he says, when we buy a shirt, we ask ourselves, what would I be like if I owned this shirt, if I was a person who owned this shirt? And he says, that's how we learn to empathize with others, is what would it be like if I were that person? And so I feel Mm -hmm. like to say that art should be uh, independent of the audience or should be in conjunction with the audience, They're both (laughs) reasonable, but shouldn't be exclusive for everyone at least. So you you have to make your own determination on that. I've written a lot of songs with people like in a co-writing setting where they're pop oriented and I'm definitely not. And so I got shot down on a regular basis for being quote, too poetic or too obtuse or too Mm -hmm. this or too that. And there was a reality that I finally realized where it's like, I'm not clear. This is, this is unclear and they're looking for clarity. So if I want to do a good job in this kind of art, I have to learn to be clear.
2: Right.
1: So I, I guess it just thinks, I, I think to me, art is successful or unsuccessful depending on its, its like ability to like sort of aim at a target with the caveat that the target can be unknown or subconscious. Yeah, so or you,
2: it can be contextual, right?
1: For sure. I mean, but what is that? How is that?
2: Well, you're saying if you're writing for a pop song, the context is way different than if you're doing a yeah, your poetic TV.
1: or
0: obtuse stuff isn't necessarily like an impediment. Wrong, right, it's right, just right, not right. right in that context. Right, exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's so there's definitely name. yeah. There's well, that begs the, the question: license. Is there bad art? I, okay, this is Tom I don't think so. This is something I think about all the time, and I I, I think some artists are hacks and and. I'm very vocal about it in certain settings, mm-hmm. but I also don't. But then I, but as I get older, I'm like, you know, some stuff isn't just, it's just not for me. Maybe right. some stuff doesn't suck. Maybe it's just not for
1: me. So this is the story. This is the life changing. <laughs> I, I this love is the, this. We're I'm in excited. Denmark. Uh, we're setting up and this band that, that is the closer as it were, is a, a cover band and they're doing pop songs and this would have been 96. And
2: they're doing like. Prince. but they're
1: doing songs from 86 yeah, yeah. so it's like Prince okay. and Madonna f- from the mid 80s and the drummer, on every single song, the beat is mm-k, mm-k, mm. It's
2: like little red Yeah, I mean, it's just unbelievable. And the
1: tempos the tempos have all been modulated to fit the drummer's beat as well, a little. Like, they're a little like, faster, a little slower. And, and, and we're I, embarrassed.
2: We're a little bit, as they are rehearsing, we're just like, oh, gosh, this is going is to be he so gonna do terrible. That? Yeah. yeah,
1: like keeping our heads down. And I, I, say, I whisper <laughs> to Lori, they're going to lynch that drummer. <laughs> and so then we do our, our set, and the Danish are very polite. And they applaud at the ends of songs and show no facial expression that we can discern. Mm -hmm. And then the guy gets up in Danish and says, and everybody stands like in as if they were militarily prepared for this. (laughs) Remove their chairs from the floor. And suddenly it's this huge dance floor. The band kicks it out and people like they, an orchestrated it's bizarre they so they they pull into four corners and then as soon as the band starts it goes into this giant circle folk dance thing and everybody seems to know the rules how you get in and out of the circle it's like a
2: movie i mean it's it really was, like a movie. It was yeah it was Whoa. like a freaking
1: musical and then all of a sudden you realize you know what the most important part of this is
2: <laughs>
1: it's like it's a polka thing it's like Oh. That drum beat is the way the that everybody foundation. knows how to do this dance and what what it is. It's like, that's the tie-through. So, like, this clearly comes from an older time when it was all polka-based mm-hmm. stuff, but mm-hmm. they're fusing pop songs with that. Yeah. But if, if you don't have that beat, you don't have the dance.
2: And they had a blast. Oh, I mean, were... we were like, I wish I knew how to do this, because yeah. it looks like a really good time. Isn't that interesting? And they
1: all lit up in ways that they didn't during our heart-rending <laughs> songs. So, um... take. <laughs> this but they didn't like her most. Yeah, and so yeah. as a result, my wife pointed this out to me this year, I believe, that I always use polka as a reference, like when I'm describing my, my philosophy on good and bad art. It's like if you say you want to make a polka record, then a whole different set of rules apply than if you want to make a singer-songwriter or mm-hmm. indie pop record, right? But if you say you're making a polka record, then we put on we understand that we we shoot for that, you know. So, and so I it's think... It's
2: all context. Yeah, it's
1: all culture. It's all a matter of, what, well, what are you trying to do? And mm-hmm. I think, especially in America and contemporary, there's, like, these micro-schisms of, of, like, you know, well, it's not indie, but it's, like, you know, like, the electronica can be 42 different, well, there's EDM. The and sub Right, There's German slash Norwegian. <laughs> yeah,
2: I was going to say, if you listen to the top, you know, singer in Italy we're all gonna think what
0: this is weird why but is this popular she's like
2: mm-hmm. famous and yeah making a lot of money and they love it
1: and so, so it's it, like Hasselhoff in Germany right It's that kind <laughs> of thing. He's, he's massive yeah so, so um
2: so therefore so I hard.
1: just don't think there's good and bad not in that way like I mean I think that there tends to be there's this ar- arbitration of taste that people engage in, but I think it's a much more interesting question to say, well, what are you trying to accomplish? And try to break things down to their, even beyond their like sort of cultural memes or tropes or whatever, mm-hmm. to the emotional basis. Like, what are you trying to communicate emotionally? or
2: Would you then say good and bad is related to how well you succeeded in yeah. doing the thing yeah. that you meant to do?
1: Yeah, but then that's a totally different question. Because okay. then you're listening to... That's what I thought. Yeah, a, yeah, you were just trying to make, get me to say it out loud. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I'm just handing that one out. Yeah. You're that's, writing little you things just, on post yeah, yeah, right, it notes. Yeah, right. Don't forget the part about um, <laughs>
2: what he means to be saying. Is, yeah. See, I'm doing it back. She,
1: you know, well, I require mm-hmm. a little interpretation on, from time to time. So uh, that's my thought. Uh, I, I will I add, though, a, I also um, think question. there's
2: some out of control art. Like, I think you can make art in an immature place, or that's not even fair, because we can all have moments where we're not, like, I know there are lots of times that I am not in a centered, artful place, Mm -hmm. that I'm grabbing at straws, and it's not, to me, as good as when I, there's something that happens when I'm calmer and more secure. More open, and more open, yeah. Less controlling, sure. Yeah,
1: I would say that even in those cases, sometimes like the outcome is the outcome, and so yeah. It, I mean, which is what you're saying in a way. There's no like perfection you can't...
2: in nature, therefore there's no perfection in art.
1: Mm. Sorry, no, that's good. I don't know if that was what I was saying. <laughs> no, I know, but, uh, totally interrupted. That's me. okay. It was a good one. That, that could so... be. You <laughs> can take it. Do you want that to be what you're saying?
0: I'll take that. <laughs> I don't want to take you're up ready. your whole day. I would sit here and talk to you guys all day, though. Um, but we always end the show, uh, wind it down anyway with a with a lightning round of non sequitur questions, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I would be remiss if I didn't. I want to know a couple of your answers on on a, on a few of these. I added a bunch of, here I'll have to just choose a few of them. So, uh, do you guys have a surprising musical influence?
2: Leonard Skinner,
0: maybe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that, Ooh, that is, is good. very
1: good. Uh, Little River Band. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that guitar player maybe really shaped the way I think about <clears throat> guitar in particular. Really? How so? You know that solo on Lady? Mm hmm. i take a look at you now. That one and uh, Super Tramp, too, but there's something about the melodic sensibility of the way those guys played. I think that, like, when I heard it again after years and years away, I realized, oh, wow, I bet that's, you know, how I think. Mm-hmm. So, anyway.
0: Wow, that's really that's interesting. And the fastest response I've ever gotten to that. Usually people are like, oh, uh, I like
1: Beyonce. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Um, what do you associate with the name Keith?
1: I heard you say this, and uh, <laughs> on a, I was listening yesterday to the Audrey Assad one, uh-huh. and the first name that popped in my head was Hernandez. Yes, the first yeah. baseman yeah, from of the Cardinals or the Royals. I'm forgetting. Uh, well, it. he was with Cardinals.
0: the Cardinals, and he went to the
1: Mets. Okay, he might
0: yeah. have played with the Royals. He at had some a cocaine point. scandal too. He right? did. Okay, and he was on Seinfeld. Oh, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> he had like a two yeah. episode arc where with Jerry ran it, ran into him. Oh, right. So and he right. he freaked out, and then and almost immediately, like the next time I hung out. Keith Hernandez asked Jerry to help him move and he was like I know he's Keith Hernandez but this feels a bit soon it's the whole like, <laughs> like
1: oh my yeah. your Keith
2: I mean I do it's boring Urban. oh okay. yeah. yeah but that's the only Keith I know what a really. five answer
0: no 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 I love it no I, I like the personal ones too because I, I feel like Keith is a very time-stamped name I knew so many Keiths growing up but mm. now there's not mm. you know so in, in 10 years or interesting 20 interesting to ask that question with like a timestamp name, name
1: from farther back like Mabel or Eunice or Mabel, yeah, Mabel. Mabel. those names are coming back though. They are. Yeah. It's
0: very popular to name your kid things that our great grandmothers were named. Yes, uh who is your first celebrity crush as a kid?
2: Uh you go cuz I got to think of his name. I think I it I think
1: it would name. be Meredith Salinger um, who's Who is that? Was, she was the lead in The Journey of Natty Gann. Yeah, okay. And then she was also in that one with the Night in the Life of Jimmy Reardon with, uh, what's his face, River Phoenix. Yeah, I
0: can't believe you remember, you know her name.
1: Oh, yeah. It was that deep? It was pretty heavy. <laughs> I, I think I wrote her a letter. Really? Yeah, oh, he, those are the best. I don't know if I sent it to her. That is awesome. There was also a girl that I had a crush on in Youth Symphony that kind of, I think, in retrospect, reminded me of Meredith Salinger, <laughs> 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 who, ironically, I did write her a note, and, uh, and she was very sweet. She was like two years older than me. I was a freshman or something. Uh-huh. Uh, she went on to play in a Western swing band and played for Bob Dylan Whoa. at one point, yeah. Anyway.
2: I really can't remember his name. I had a poster and everything.
1: What
0: Showing was the end? Thank you. Yeah. Whoa, good call. Yeah, I, I knew you would member. know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the guy I had a poster of.
2: That's the uh, era. Well, everybody. Yeah, that good. It's yeah, like one of those requirements. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> like Ruby said. What was it, it that matter. Ruby, our daughter, said about Michael Jackson. <laughs> she said. Oh,
1: she had a report on the Jackson 5 and she said Michael Jackson's the only one that's dead, although it seems like all of them would be.
0: That's what she said. Was it said out of humor?
1: No, I was that's too serious. That's amazing. That's even better
0: that it was. Yeah. Seems like S-T. they all would be. Uh, what do you say during sound check?
2: What sound check?
0: <laughs> uh You I'm have like a, a thing or a song ago. is there any sort Go of ahead.
2: Uh, I just la 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 and lulu loo, loo I'm not exciting. Yeah, I sing anything?
1: don't say la la. Nobody ever thinks it's exciting, but I'm just. It's just interesting. What I probably just do. do
2: numbers. One, two, three, check, check.
1: Okay, yeah. yeah. Check. One, two, three. Sometimes I, I saw Bill Maloney from The Vigilantes mm-hmm. do the Gettysburg Address and. Stopping by the woods on a snowy evening by Robert Frost, and Whoa. I now do both of those occasionally. <laughs> that's I used to amazing. that. I used
2: to do one that opera with the shores, so like, right.
1: to do She's Chaucer. Uh, right, Mid- Middle Old English, English <laughs> Old English, whatever that is. That's amazing. See,
0: that's the answer I wanted. There you like, go. I, I'm like, because at one point somebody's gonna have like that. <laughs> no, I'm just a, because it's such a like a. It's a weird soundtrack. Is a weird thing because mm-hmm. it's a pre-performance. So I'm I, I'm always trying to like come up with something to do other than.
2: You should just start memorizing poetry.
0: There you I go. Know. The only thing I, I have memorized is Bill Pullman's speech from the end of Independence Day. You should do that. Let's just do that. But nobody would be rallied around me at the end of it. and It would be really it'd uh, be a does, huge well, How does down. it start? <clears throat> um, well, there's feedback in the microphone. Okay. Uh, I don't know how it starts. I know. I know the uh, the, it, the end of the speech. You lied to the people. <laughs> well, well, I could probably have it memorized. Um, I be- I think it's okay to lie if in the next three days you can make it come true. <laughs> 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 that was something I made up when I was That's a right. kid. I, I have like, the it's money. okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll have it. <laughs> I will <laughs> have it in three days. <laughs> um, or less. I paid you back. Yeah, yeah, we're good. What? Uh, uh... Oh, here's a new one that I added. Have you ever shoplifted?
2: Oh, yes. Yep. I got majorly busted for that. When really? I was 16 years old. What'd you shop like? I went on a tear. It was like a one weekend tear. A friend of mine was like, Look, if you go to, you know, what was it, like Safeway or something? Mm-hmm. That's what we had. In mm-hmm. Yeah, we had Safeway. Um, you can steal some eyeliner and put it in your purse and they'll never see you. So we did it once and we were like, Oh my gosh, you can get stuff for free. So we just went. It's so
1: appealing when you realize this. It's like, wow. If you don't have morals, you can just get anything you want.
2: (laughs) If you don't care about the law. So we went to like, I don't remember how many places, a few over the weekend. And the last one we went to, and I say last because... You got busted. As we walked out the door, they stopped us and looked into our purses, and we had, like, 50 bucks worth of... Oh, I mean, who needs $50 no. worth of makeup when you're 16? Yeah. Anyway. But, um, and they took us up to this back room, and they called my dad, and they knew who my dad was. Oh. This a surgeon in town, and he came, and I think... No, he sent my brother to come get me. And I remember when I went home... I remember vividly my brother's playing basketball in the backyard, or in the yard, saying, I mean, makeup? Why didn't you take, like, stereo equipment? <laughs> Why don't you <laughs> shove that in
1: your purse? Yeah.
2: And I was grounded the entire summer. And the dead, whole summer? Entire summer, and I never did it again. Never
1: did it Mine again. Mine was at the age of five or six, and it's it exists in my mind like Aesop's fable. I don't remember <laughs> if it got busted. I just remember my conscience was... Scarred by the act, mm. and I never did it again. I don't remember even what we stole, but it was at the it was at the grocery store down the street. My sister and I did it together. I feel like we did get busted, Impressive. and they my mom had to come get us. But what would
0: a five and six year old? Right. Like you can't get them in trouble. Yeah, it's just sort of no, like... no.
1: yeah. It was a it was a life lesson. Yeah, and it worked.
0: Yeah. I would always be way too terrified to even the rush would be like I'm gonna steal it, and then I wouldn't do it. And I'd be like, whoo, that was a. You guys, that was crazy. Close. I almost did it. Yeah, that's did. the weird thing about... For me, that's enough. I touched yeah, something in a store that I
1: pondered stealing. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not even kidding. That's, that was my, like, good kid men- Sunday school yeah, mentality. I mean, it was a little weird
2: that I did that. But it kind of, was great that it happened when it did, because I was too young to get it on my record. And then it pretty much straightened me up. Like, yeah. if I was heading on a bad path, I was like, holy cow.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's be honest. That wouldn't have taken <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't what? Yeah, it wouldn't have taken root. I, you would have some point don't you think What if you been hadn't been? been caught there would have been some moment
2: oh absolutely yeah. like you wouldn't
1: have neck tattoos now or anything no, no, that's no. <laughs> oh you're
2: saying eventually something would have. yeah you said a bad me. path i'm just, just really don't... glad that yeah. it happened before it could go on
1: my record. there you go okay <laughs>
0: what's uh the first memory
1: of the internet <laughs> okay I so i i heard that. this one too and i'm gonna i'm gonna double down here. Okay. Uh, I love it. I remember vividly calling BBSs. So this is technically pre-internet, but it is my my f- computer calling another computer, right? And so oh, they, there okay. would be these, what they call sysops. Yeah, bulletin board system. Never even heard Whoa. of it. So they were run by what are called sysops, system <laughs> operators. And it <laughs> was bored. basically like, <laughs> it's a. Uh, I it was an Apple 2E that uh-huh. yeah, I, I was one of those. logging onto the internet with, dial up. But it was technically not the internet. It was like, so you would dial directly to a person who had only their computer hooked to the the phone. And if you got a busy signal, you couldn't log in. Right. So everybody's, and some of the more advanced ones would have like multiple lines. Okay. So they would have like, they would be paying for three lines. What was the purpose? You would leave messages and people would share, you know. How old were you? I was 10 or 12 or something. Holy cow. And, um. Man,
2: you guys were modern.
1: Yeah. We so didn't even get cable. That's what I remember that vividly. <laughs> yeah, and I had a list of BBSs that I had gotten from somebody, and so I would just go through the numbers and figure oh, it out. Wow. And I can also explain to you what the sounds are on the... Uh, yeah, I heard you saying the <laughs> yeah. other side thing. So it's called a handshake. I mean, I don't know a ton about it, but it's basically... it's So the one is sending like a, a flat signal. Once the other one picks it up, it answers, and okay. then they just, as soon as they hear the code then they respond. And and then this... That's why... Is there used a speaker see... in it
0: to make that noise? Just, that's what Audrey just... and I were talking about. Like, how did it even make a
1: noise?
2: Are you talking about
0: that... Yeah, there's a... <laughs> yeah, that whole...
1: Yeah, there's a speaker. I mean, I, I feel like maybe a lot of times the noise... Did it come out of the modem? Yeah. Yeah. Then there was just a little piezo speaker in there. And what
0: was... It? What is... But for me, it's like, is, it, is that... The purpose of that speaker just to let you know that something's happening. Yeah, because people think, didn't know like if it was working or not. I
1: think that's the idea. Yeah. So because now it's just you know you see the light green or red yes. on your modem, <laughs> but like yeah, at the and time, I, mean, I think after years and years of being people being annoying, <laughs> people of, peeing, of, of people being yeah irritated, they just decided you yeah, know we really don't have to make we can this just audible. make a noise like. But I think at that time it was like we need the way to, you, you do. gotta know yeah you gotta know it's doing its job.
0: Yeah, I remember trying to sneak when my parents got dial up like. I'd be. I would cover it up with a blanket when I would when I would go in at night or whatever to get yeah. on get on the internet. Cause I was only allowed like an hour a day or whatever. So it was very. And I, would, I think I'd already moved out of the house. But whenever I would come home and stay, like, <laughs> I just, you know, st- actually, it's, it's honestly still that way because my parents still that way. Well. Um, it
2: bothers, no, It actually no, okay. bothers me that I don't remember the first time I, you know,
0: got on the internet.
2: Uh, yeah, I don't know why I don't. Remember well, that. the
1: computer lab. I mean, at. Yeah school would have
0: been I love Eric Peters was uh, his own website <laughs> I feel
1: like that might have been ours I mean, or maybe
0: it was Derek It was. he said that he was on tour at the time like uh, his old band or whatever was on tour with Caveman's Call and like it was Derek Webb getting on their website or something and he was just like what is this because like the label made it for him or something and he explained, you know,
2: that really might have been it for me. Like when we had the swim team and that. Yeah. 7, yeah. Five, yeah. six, seven. seven I seven, was nine. not really.
1: I do remember vividly that. having conversations with our webmaster, <laughs> Scott Raymond. Uh, Shout out, Scott. Yeah, he yeah, now works at, at Facebook, Facebook, and he wrote. No way. He wrote like the book on Ruby on Rails that. Whoa. You know, on Ruby on
2: Rails. Well, and kind of like the main book. series, the. With
1: yeah. The, with the pencil-drawn animals on the front. I don't know if you know those. Yeah, like that's a, him? Yeah, he wrote ah, the one on Ruby on Rails back in the day. I don't know if he's still, I don't know if he's updated it or whatever. But And now he works at Facebook. But um, I remember having conversations with him like, but yeah, but so like, I mean, you get right down to it, Scott, and it's like, it's text and video and pictures, right? And he goes, well, yeah. And I was like, okay. You know, <laughs> I just remember being like, I don't know. Underwhelmed. Whatever. Yes. You cool, know. man.
2: Little did you know.
1: Yeah. But I mean, I think the thing that I the piece of it I will just now correct my former self okay. that I didn't understand was the potential for connection through that like yeah. it's the it's the idea of being geographically aware of a thing you know, yeah. like it's yeah. the it's the layers of tools that you put into that that who care? I don't need to defend the internet it's here to stay itself. it's, it's it here to stay yeah, I, yeah, I feel true. like a, it's a foregone mm-hmm. conclusion for a lot of people you support it no, but it's just, it's really. Just I mean, it's texting, something we use and image, and We use
0: all the time, and I'm still, like, completely baffled by it. Like, it's a thing that I've, I'm... And it's just because I grew up in that time when there was none, but I also was a young person when it became, you know, something. Vogue. Yeah, yeah but when it became, like, oh, this is the thing that we will do for the rest of our lives. Uh,
2: or grow tired of in ten years. And or, yeah, and then we'll, we'll uh, all be, we'll all be uh, beet farmers. Know, yeah,
0: it, 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 there'll be a split. Well, where, like, half of us are beet farmers and half of us,
1: mm, you know... Just slip you don't think so i think no. it's here to stay i think the internet's here to stay but
0: you guys it's a bold statement
2: i think it's here to stay i'm just saying the excitement of it will eventually kind of become a little less Rafted
0: do you think interest? we'll become yeah, more more aware be. of like as the dangerous internet do you think we'll become more aware of it and, and be like it's i i have a theory that it'll become very gross in the way that smoking and this become gross to like post everything that your kids do on the internet. I feel like like, like a thing we that's totally that. fine now will be in like 10 20 years people will be like remember when we did that? Remember when we posted pictures of sure. our lunch? I totally or... feel Isn't like hilarious?
2: It, I, that's what I mean is I think people will be like I'm so I'm so over finding out what people I barely remember. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I yeah. think they'll it'll be more like oh I miss my friends and I'd like to go see them. But <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean that Okay.
2: That I mean I
1: I don't agree. I think it'll. We're going to check back in ten years. I don't agree with either of you. I think that <laughs> I think the internet is is just going to be a default that you don't think in terms of falling out of touch with people. Mm. So you'll, it'll be maybe you won't use it in the way because there's no novelty to quote reconnecting because you'll always be right. connected. But I don't think the connection oh. will disappear. I think it's just going to be like you stay in touch with people at but that level. But I think level. it'll
2: be less frequent. I think people have really, you know, jumped into it. And I, I suspect already people don't seem to be as active as, yeah, they, I, as they were it, when that. it first came out. Like
0: and I I'm seeing that with promoting shows, it's harder and harder to get in touch with people right. to tell them that you're coming to their town because they're like, oh, well, I'm just not on Facebook anymore as right. much. or I'm just I got bored with Twitter. It's like that it's That's that what whole, I. Mean. Oh, well, uh, what's your email address? Yeah. <laughs> can I come over and like yeah. tell you when I, like can I send you a flyer in the mail? Like yeah. it's yeah, I'm, I'm finding that just as far as pro- from a promotional standpoint. That's what I'm talking
1: about. There you go. But I, Okay. But I would argue that that that's because more people are doing it. And so the the information stream is like hot and heavy. And so pulling your tweet about your concert out of a sea of information people are taking in is more difficult. But that doesn't mean there's less information flying around. And that it's not like just water. It's just you turn on the faucet and the water comes out. Nobody knows about. People don't know about how it's run underground and everything that's true I mean I they do but I'm just saying we don't think about it right nobody thinks yeah. about it and I think yeah. it'll become unconscious you know I agree with that yeah anyway let's argue it out a little bit like just a little we'll bit more find I'm, just, out. I'm just let's I just, figure it
0: out we'll, we'll put it together I guys. want
1: the resounding word no, 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 of no. your podcast to be <laughs> that the internet is here to stay I'm really, <laughs> literally on the I internet just, right now I so. feel like I feel like yeah you're gonna you're gonna thank me for this later well, I just there's think, so many no things
2: I never said it was going away
1: no, but you guys both implied that we were gonna become beet farmers. Literally, I think both I of didn't you mentioned that. Okay, that was Nick me. That, yeah. so, uh, that was all Nick. I, I apologize, dear. No, no, yeah. no I, don't, I, wanna, I don't. I don't want
0: to. I don't want to start another riff between you guys. Like when, when I, when I <laughs> <laughs> there's already like four that I found like you guys. Yeah. Have. <laughs> oh man, I, you're you keeping good count. I was way asking, more than four. I, was, I know. I'm being generous. <sighs> I always ask the guest to to end the podcast by sharing a a particularly bad or embarrassing show story. Um mm-hmm. they're my favorite things in the world. They make me feel less alone as a performer mm-hmm. and an artist. Do you have any that stand out when people somebody asks you what's the worst show you've right. ever played?
2: Oh, worst show or worst
0: Most embarrassing.
2: There's It yeah. can go either way because
0: a lot of people don't want to throw people under the bus, but I love the ones where it's like we showed up and the PA was a was a saltines right. box. Yeah. I got uh,
2: two well we have I plenty got plenty of saltine based PAs.
0: <laughs>
2: do you wanna go? I'm curious what your
1: You I mean are you gonna do the uh
2: Well, I will do the... Okay, I'll do... It seems like you guys have an answer. Yeah. Well, I have one in which, after the show, I'm standing there talking to... (laughs) With your
1: leg on a... No, no, no. Let me... i I got
2: this. Um, I I got this. I got this. Back the truck up.
1: Yeah, got Um,
2: it. So, I'm standing there talking to two or three guys. You know, just they're asking about songs and whatnot and blah, blah, blah. And we're having a nice little chat. But the whole time, for some reason, I'm standing with one leg up on a chair. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and as we, and then somebody says, Hey, we got to go load up and I go, okay, I got to go. Nice to meet you guys. And as I start to leave, one of the guys goes, Oh, by the way, your fly is down.
1: <laughs> you just need to understand mortified. that the chair means maximum open. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So right. Just, I was so make sure that...
0: mortified. I mean, is, it, wouldn't it be better me? if like they don't say anything and you just figured out no, later? No, it
2: would not. I would rather Or they not. say
0: it right away. It, that would have been, been the best. That's the best. Yeah.
2: But then you would have the further conversation, like, oh. But I still would rather have been told I would rather figure
0: it out on my own later and be like, well, nobody said anything, so maybe nobody noticed. I can convince myself oh, of that. Oh,
2: yeah, no. I don't yeah. mind. Oh.
0: No, I'd
1: rather know. I'd I mean, rather
2: know the truth.
1: Have a laugh and then point. nobody yeah. sees yeah. your goods and then you feel about good it. about it? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I had one where I dropped <clears throat> to my knees to do a guitar solo doing, during a kind of a comedy based song sure in which we had this one girl that was part of our it was kind of it was at this coffee shop that I played all New Earth Coffee House back in the day and we were all part of the same kind of church community that Mm. that did the coffee house. And she was like, she had this, (gasps) one of those kind of laughs. Yeah. And she was laughing. I mean, like she was going to bust a blood vessel. (laughs) Only to discover later that it was because I had a rip in my pants. Not just a (laughs) zip, but like a giant hole in the crotch of my pants. And then I dropped spread need to the ground no. for the guitar solo and i remember thinking i was feeding off of it yeah. really like delivering am, the I, goods i am nailing it oh man this is so funny i thought it was funny but i didn't know it was this funny do you know what i mean that yep. feeling yeah and uh it was funny for a different reason mm-hmm. so, I, I thought you were
2: the, the worst wjn right
1: uh worship jesus <laughs> uh, now that was very good yeah wjn wjn wall street journal network <laughs> without the street What's, anyway, what's um, WJN? So
2: the worst show.
1: Yeah, not embarrassing per se.
2: You go, you're good at, you just We it were down. playing a
1: giant worship conference in which we took the gig on the contingency that the guy that booked it said, no, we want to mix things up. Because we said, well, we're not really doing worship sets right now. Mm-hmm. So we went and played and played our normal songs. And then...
2: Midway through.
1: Yeah. Some like kid with dreadlocks from a few rows down yells at the top of his lung, Worship now! Worship Jesus, Jesus Christ now! now. And
2: weren't, weren't there a handful of people that kind of joined him? Or yeah, no? it
1: seemed like there was a sentiment rising from the ranks. And so, <laughs> we have video of this thing, and I actually...
2: It was... I mean, I thought maybe the building was burning. Yeah. Like, the way he was yelling, he yeah. was so angry and scary, and we were kind of in the zone, and suddenly this kid's just... Uh, it was just... It creeped me out. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, gosh. and I... Uh, somehow... It's one of those moments, like, a lot of times you think, oh, I wish I'd said this, but mm-hmm. I saw the the... The, kid. the the no the footage and I, my response was whoa easy tiger <laughs> which i have to say i'm very proud of i'm very that's proud a, of that's one an amazing <laughs> answer easy tiger i don't even say that normally but that was my answer that was a terrible and so then um anyway i went on from the laureate at one point sort of sounded i did some
2: yeah but it was pointless i mean it was like it was trying to get blood from a stone at that point i i don't know that
1: it was pointless i think actually we later got an email from apology email from the youth pastor of the kid who had been consulted before the kid did it and approved it, and so he apologized. I think Wait, her, he said it was okay to do yeah, it. The, the, the kid, kid came to him and said, "Should I do this?" And he said, "Yeah, go for it." and so he apologized to us which is very sweet of him yeah, yeah. and I think it was because of us telling the story publicly like yeah this. maybe that's so probably.
0: I mean, wait have you told this publicly before oh uh, yeah yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah.
1: worship Jesus now that was kind of the end of
2: like uh, I'm not doing that
0: again that's
1: why Laurie was able to say WJN and, and I knew what you know, so yeah. hashtag WJN
0: let's get this started guys yeah. uh, mm-hmm. no that's amazing uh, thank you guys so much for doing this and inviting yeah. me over to you know, your immaculately clean home. <laughs> Thank you, boy. It's shining. So it's amazing. You didn't have to say
1: that. I appreciate well, you saying that.
0: You slid me a note said I had to Go. say. It. Oh, oh. All right, worship you Jesus now, guys. <laughs> And that does it for episode 84. If you would like to check out Waterdeep's new record or all their music, you can do so by uh, going to iTunes, Amazon, MP3, or anywhere where digital music is distributed. Uh, Also check them out, waterdeep.com, for any upcoming uh, shows that they have. They mentioned they have one coming up very soon. And then uh, also Twitter, at Waterdeep, as well as Facebook.com slash Waterdeep. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, at who writes pod as well as instagram at who writes pod, and of course facebook.com slash who writes this stuff you guys thank you so much for listening my name is nick flora for episode 84 and who writes this stuff go to something creative